Hello again. This is episode 10. I just felt like I needed to share a interaction I came across doing a annuity. I met an individual who basically started talking to me and he was having his son do a annuity and they're planning their future as investing due to this crisis and all. Basically take advantage of reduction in price and whatnot of people who might get foreclosed on. Which might seem heartless to anyone who doesn't invest or doesn't understand the concept of it. But for an investor, a crisis can be a great chance to invest. Things are on discount basically because someone loses their house or they just end up in a bad situation where they're needing to sell it. It allows investors to come in and pick up the properties at a discount which works out great for an investor who is trying to get a little ahead but this individual was quite the interesting conversation we got relating on the fact that I'm a vet and apparently he's a Marine Corps vet and he has a family line of vets so it kind of gave us some common ground to talk and he started talking about his past as an investor and how he has helped his family through his investments and I'm just sitting back listening as he's talking because that's usually how I get people talking is just by listening to them and only giving small inputs here and there sometimes it's too much to even do that but people like to talk and I enjoy listening because you learn a lot this individual he was saying that during the LA riots he got a good amount of insurance payout and it helped him push his investing even further along but that he had helped out some of his family with some seed money by loaning them a sum and charging them interest and some people might take offense to that idea your family charging you interest but if there's an upside hey all the better it's always great because it's helping you out like they always say on bigger pockets it's better to have something of a deal than to have nothing of anything but basically it means that now they're part owners in quite a number of housing units and apparently he also owns a large building down in LA he was joking about how he owns the whole block that he lives on 
saying that he chooses to live in this small house right there because it, he wants to stay humble and he only recently revealed to his children how much money he has and what he's worth which has kind of helped keep them humble as far as I gathered and now he's introducing them into uh, investing so his one son just turned 18 a year ago and he's trying to get his kids on track to be investors like him I can't say anything but good things about that because I would love to be in those shoes one day unfortunately since my kids are my wife's kids I'm a stepdad so I came into the picture a little late in their life they're still fairly young but I'm nowhere near where I need to be to put them on track like this guy can do with his He's had them since birth, and the whole time he's been accumulating wealth. Apparently he hires on family and gives them good wage and part ownership and just a lot of practices that I've listened to different investors talk about doing and saying that it works. And this guy is living proof. Honestly, I don't know much about the guy. I just listened to his story. He could be blowing hot air up my backside, but after talking to him and whatnot, it kind of seemed like a legitimate conversation. And I don't discount where he lives. It's a little rundown house, but a lot of millionaires and whatnot live in those rundown houses driving the beat up car and that's part of why they got where they are they're not spending the money like an idiot like the old saying says a fool and his gold are soon parted basically all those lotto winners and whatnot that end up broke a couple years later or so they're the fool and their gold is soon parted from them. So, an individual like this, I give every bit of respect to and I just hear them out. And I feel privileged to have engaged in a conversation with someone like that. It's not that often that you come across someone who's doing so well for themselves and is so open about it. It seemed like he really enjoyed doing what he does he talks about like his wife being uh, in law enforcement and having good relations with the community and him having the flexibility because of his investing to go around and do his hobbies and look at new investments he's talking of if he can get 75 more houses in this economy downturn that he'll be satisfied now those are some big numbers especially down here in LA area and just the IE and everything 
houses are not cheap. So, you're talking 75 like it's nothing. The guy's definitely got some money to be talking those numbers. Someone like me, I'd be lucky if I can get one. And right now, I don't qualify for any loans because my income's so low. But, yeah, it's pretty incredible. Kind of blows the mind that I was going there for a simple $40 signing. 20-page packet, only five signatures. And at the end of it, I'm sitting there talking with the guy's father who apparently is a very successful investor guy talks of making over a mill just on parking a year from his building in LA which honestly sounds about right to me because if you look at the parking rates down there they're pretty pricey I paid six bucks just to park get out get told that the person didn't want to sign and then get back in my car within 15 minutes and I had $6 parking ticket to uh, to pay as I exit. There's really no good parking in LA so you have to pay parking fees everywhere. And this guy says he charges like 10 bucks an hour for parking. And he parks, I think he said 400 or so cars a day. So he's got nieces and nephews working for him and he pays them good. And everyone profits from it. I think he was saying he gives them a couple percent ownership in partnerships that he does with them. Like some of his... uh, nieces and nephews he's opened up additional shops like uh, car audio and different things like that and he says he he gives them two percent ownership and pays them good so the idea of having ownership in what you're doing that only makes you work harder because you know that even at two percent anything you do to improve that business is going to make it more profitable for you and you want to take care of it so pretty darn amazing talking to this guy I rather enjoyed it oh shit oh my bad I did not mean to curse I just I'm driving through the rain and this car totally covered my windshield with water where I could not see. Probably hit a little dip in the road. But, eh, it's amazing the people you come across. The other day I was talking with those two investors who have five properties and this guy's talking about hundreds of houses and also like his mother owning apartment buildings a number of them it's just insane 
guy talks about his building in LA being worth close to half a billion dollars and he invested in it when it was in the low millions so hey there's opportunity out there we may not all reach those type of numbers but this guy's working his way up just like any investor and one day I'll be in that set of shoes and be able to coach anyone who I see suitable for coaching. I didn't inquire to this guy to come on the podcast or to gain anything from him. I just enjoyed his conversation. That guy wish that maybe I lived closer and I could trouble him for a little more information like maybe future conversations but hey it is what it is you meet people and I rather enjoyed meeting this individual he has quite the personality where he felt comfortable talking and I could relate to a lot of what he was saying I want to take care of my family just like he's taking care of his some are a little harder headed he mentioned that he had a sibling that was like that and hey we all have one in our family if not multiples and we wish the best for them but it's kind of hard when they choose a certain path so as big and crazy as his story may sound not to mention all his relatives that he gets talking about and whatnot and their histories I kind of lean toward believing some of it if not all of it I don't know the guy so I can't confirm one way or the other I won't even know how to really research it but I give him the credit at face value he sounds like he knows exactly what he's talking about and usually I can sniff out when someone's BSing and doesn't know what the heck they're talking about. It's obvious when it's a subject you know something about. Like I used to have people try and BS about fixing things and whatnot or machining things or whatever it be of my skill sets. And I'd know within a couple of minutes that they didn't know anything about it. It was clear. But, yeah, I think he was the real deal. And I appreciate talking with him. If he ever heard this podcast and ever felt inclined, I'd welcome on for an interview at any time. And anyone else out there who might be like him, the humble millionaire who 
is approaching billionaire status. He talks of having all his properties pretty well paid off and it just being straight up cash flow now. But that he likes to stay humble by living in a simple house while he tries to help out family. And even his neighbors talks of helping out a fellow vet that was getting hit hard on medicine cost and guy says hey I wish I was doing more for you but at least I'll pay for your meds you, you can't knock a guy for doing it no matter how much money he has so many people do not give anything to anyone else this guy has given pretty much the world to his family already. His extended family, his nephews, his nieces, his brothers, his sisters, all of them. And now they're all seeing the same effect that he's seeing. Maybe on a lesser scale because he seems pretty driven toward it. But the guy has been taking care of it doing what a lot of us who care about our family wish we could do some people are a little more selfish and are out for themselves and don't worry about those around them and sometimes they do well some but a lot of times i think they get what they deserve people stop caring to do for them if you help me out, I'm going to break my back to help you out. i give you the shirt off my back. But if you're only worried about you and you don't help me when you're capable, then you can go kick rocks. That's pretty much how I treat it. My philosophy on it. So... I do the best I can for all my family, all my loved ones. And one day I hope to be in his shoes where I could be really changing their lives. Giving them an opportunity to do a whole lot better. Because I might give them educational material right now like I've done with my younger brothers. But it doesn't mean much. They don't have the vision that I have where it's like, oh yeah, let me dive into this and educate myself. They're more worried about the immediate gratification like so much of society. And I can't knock them for that because I've been guilty of the same thing. I've gotten better about it as I've gotten older. And I've realized how much money I've wasted with stupid situations like uh, ex-wives and things like that. And yes, it's plural. I have two ex-wives at the moment. And if my current wife gets tired of my stuff ever, I'll end up with a third. Hopefully she doesn't. I'm not always the easiest to get along with. 
but I try and that's all we can do we can do our best and try and be what our partners need from us but no one's perfect and I definitely ain't perfect <laughs> at all so yeah I really envy the situation that he's in and aspire to reach the same type of accomplishment but it's all mattering how I work it how well I do and I've got a late start to this I'm 32 now about to turn 33 in June and I'm just now starting all over again I was doing decent when I had my company going and I was seeing growth but I was in a toxic marriage and things just did not work you gotta have both people on the same page at least in the general scope of things like my ex-wife she used to spend money like it was going out of style and she just did not understand the concept of save now and have more later she still doesn't understand it and I don't even talk to her now but it's just silly like it doesn't make sense to me how some people think but how I think doesn't make sense to the majority of people as we see from society people spend more than they earn and end up in horrendous debt I'm guilty of it as well though I'm striving to change that behavior right now I'm running on fumes as far as uh, the expenses are concerned and whatnot but I'm slowly working my way up I calculated up and I'm close to two thousand dollars earned among 35 signings so far so they average out to about 55 a signing but that's accumulated since the beginning of February till now the 6th of April so that's not too bad for starting from nothing into a new business that you don't understand and you have to hit the ground running especially since I'm doing it bootstrapping hardcore because I I don't have alternate means of income right now Amazon has dried up as far as the flex schedule works every time I check there's no blocks available so it's this or bust I don't feel like going to flip burgers or something like that for minimum wage and miss out on the opportunity to grow this business then I'll just be prolonging my suffrage of working as basically a indentured servant you never get ahead that way you have to put something aside you have to invest 
or you need to invest in your profession like I'm doing right now. I'm investing in this business, building it up, even though it's just me, and running around. And if my car took a dump today, I can afford to fix it. But I'm bootstrapping it. I've got a printer. I've got two printers now. I've got some paper, ink on the way for the main printer, and invoices due to come in soon. So, as long as things keep coming in for payment, then I can keep operating and keep pushing forward and growing this. And that's the ultimate goal. Get to a point where I can be investing like him in an opportune time like a downturn in the economy. We don't know how long this one will be. We don't know how much it will impact the economy. This guy's speculating about a ton of foreclosures because people can't pay their refis and whatnot. And he may be right. He may not be. Either way, we'll see. But there's people predicting every which outcome, so... I don't take much stock in any predictions. I just know that if it does work out for him, he's going to gain those extra properties and make that much more in his income. And he's talking about how he owns the whole block he lives on. That he only has like one or two houses down the street that he's hoping to still get. But, hey, we all invest in our own ways. Personally, I don't know if I want to invest quite like him with the whole block. Because that's pretty much that all eggs in one basket approach. But it's been working for him. And luckily there hasn't been any major disaster to wreck all those properties. And if there was, I'm sure he has insurance like he talked about for the riots. But, yeah, guys cleaned up each time there's been a downturn. He said during the riots he cleaned up from insurance. And then he cleaned up good back when the market crashed in 08. Got himself more real estate and just keeps growing. And now he's in a ideal position where he's cash heavy and able to invest in whatever comes his way. Says him and the relatives all team up and they end up at the courthouses, one at each one, covering quite a few courthouses. So they've got their strategy as a family whole freaking family he's got on board. Brothers, sisters, nieces, nephews, his kids, all of them are banding together and building an empire for their family. And hopefully for many generations they'll be wealthy. One day I hope to be in the same shoes. But 
each of us have our own journey and I just wanted to put that out there and let you know of the extraordinary conversation that I came across and it really is because how many times do you come across someone that is that successful and is willing to talk about it my grandfather growing up he owned apartment complexes he started off as a contractor and became a general contractor had a business going had apartment complexes and when he retired he slowly consolidated and sold things off no one talks about it no one in the family really talks about it It, it's a real loss because if he took his education that he gained during that time and passed it on to his kids and the grandkids our lives could be a whole lot different I could be owning multiple apartments myself, but I didn't have that upbringing. Whereas this guy, he's going about it, he's trying to encourage and educate all of his family and build them up instead of knocking them down like so many family members will do. I know every time I aspired to uh, buy a duplex or something like that I always had those voices in my family saying hey how do you expect to do that you're not some millionaire or whatever that'll never work they just they knock you down and it puts that self doubt in you so you hesitate and unfortunately I hesitated way too much I should have just went with my gut and started at an early age, straight out of high school. Got in the military and bought myself a duplex. Should have done it. But that's hindsight 2020. Because unfortunately I got in the military and I didn't do that. And when I got out, I only had a few thousand to my name and a car and the car wasn't even paid off so from there I made another series of mistakes I married too quickly while I was in the military and then I met someone when I got out and got married and I should have dated longer rather than tie the knot right away because I didn't realize what I was in for. I didn't realize how quickly the shine from that new penny would fade and how our relationship wouldn't work out and how it would be such a rough go at it, how it would cost so much money and opportunity cost and so many headaches. And I probably caused her plenty of headaches. And I I own that. I know I did. Because I'm not the easiest to deal with. But 
Yeah. It's unfortunate. If you just follow your gut and take that leap. It's really not that bad. Right now I'm doing it. I'm on the struggle bus, as they say. And day by day, I don't know when my next paycheck is coming in, but as they come in, it'll accumulate, and before you know it, I'll have a thriving company. I still have the voices of doubt around me, but I'm blocking them out, and I'm fighting back with, hey, look at what I've done last month, this month, and what I'm doing this following month. So, don't let the contrary voices get you down. Be more like that guy who I talked to earlier. He, he has a similar dream to what I got. He said, basically, if Americans would simply ignore their color, ignore ethnicity and treat people decently, because that was his response to someone when they said, thanks for your service. I've always been awkward about how to respond, but honestly, his was a little abrasive toward the person who he interacted with, but I get it. And I wish with all my heart that people would stop treating each other with just discrimination. Like, who cares if you're white? Who cares if you're black? If you're Chinese, Japanese, Vietnamese, who cares? That's your ethnicity. That's your heritage. You carry that forward. You have pride in it. No one should discriminate against that. And the world would be a whole lot better off if we all just let that fall by the wayside. I know that was a little philosophical bit slightly political well more than slightly but if only we would treat each other the way we want to be treated the old golden rule then things would be a whole lot better for everyone so I'll leave you with that thought until I continue with the next segment of this podcast